you know who this is. It is the one, the only Brent Reed. Uh, today's new Downright Sports Radio show is live, somewhat, because it's a podcast, so it's a little live. Anyway, we're going to talk NBA, we're going to talk Ken Griffey Jr., and we're going to talk a little Colin Kaepernick and how baseball is announced, how it's going to kick things off. Today's music <clears throat> is going to be a collective of independent artists and uh, established artists, uh, so Sit back, prepare for the newest artist to be featured on this show, Little Mooch, uh, out of the Bronx, New York, Flashback. So get ready, everybody, and then hope you enjoy Flashback by Little Mooch. Something for the mornings and the nights I wasn't yawning Got a text from one of my darlings Said the party was retarded They need a gas like someone farted I said, baby girl, I'm on it Now we back up in this bitch I got the back up in this bitch We bought the sack up in this bitch Tryna get racks up in this bitch Always oh, we been the shit We owe the now, so we legit Took your stand, so don't renew We tryna get it how we live Yeah, and I try So don't Shorty was scoping me out. I'm trying to get in and out. Shorty come here. Now we just kicking the beers. Now we just making the cheers to the good life. Hoping this shit lasts. I can't get cash. Who thought I'd get ass? I'm living this fast. I don't want to slow up. I want to drink till I throw up. I want the world to know us. Baby, don't tell me. Show us. Better yet, just show me. Matter of fact, do what you want. I'ma just roll this blunt. The party's in the front. We can just mack in the back. She came and sat on my lap. Don't do that. Told her she the shit. Don't let it go to your ass. I just hope it clicks like when you done with your gas She had the nerve to watch me as I went in my stash I was cool about it, I looked at her and laughed <laughs> Now we back up in this bitch, I got the back up in this bitch We bought the sack up in this bitch, tryna get racks up in this bitch Always oh, done, we been the shit, we owe the now so we legit Took your stand so don't be near, we tryna get it how we live Yeah, and I try, so don't Don't 
don't tell them no, don't tell them no, don't tell them no, I try. That was awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to uh, uh, Red. Red Alert, DJ Red Alert. I couldn't remember his name. Oh my God, I'm getting old. Anyway, welcome everybody to a all new Downray Sports uh, radio show slash podcast here on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and I think now Spotify due to Anchor, Archer, Anchor, some sh- Anchor, one of the new ones. I'll figure it out. It's a long show, so I'll have it straight by the end of the show. I'm your host, Brent Reed, the notorious Mr. Showtime, a.k.a. the sports critic for the sports fan. I'm coming up with more nicknames now than I do the podcast than ever before. All my years in high school, all my years in middle school could not come up with nicknames. I used to just go by BR or Brent. Like, that was my my name. Everybody always had cool nicknames except for me. I didn't have a nickname. So, uh, shout out to Instagram. I think you could see me. I'm going to have to make some adjustments in the first break. Uh, we're trying to go live on IG for the show. Um, eventually, we're going to have it where we could go live on IG and Facebook at the same time, which is killer. But uh, you're like, yo, how you going to do that, man? You got one phone. You only do it on one phone. You know, you can't do both. I got away. One thing I will say about us from the umbrella of Worldwide Sounds and that whole, uh, well, just myself and DJ Chase, <laughs> we figure out a way to be everywhere at once. You feel me? Um, shout out to... Little Mooch, uh, who basically submitted his first song to the show. Speaking of, if you listen to the show and you do your own music and you want it heard, no, you're not playing in it, you just want it heard, submit it. I'm not charging you anything for it. You're getting free plugged. Somebody emailed me. Uh, God, I can't think of his name. I'll have it in the second segment. But I got uh, hit up uh, from a guy locally from here in Lynchburg. Speaking of, shout out to Lynchburg, the official podcast of the hill city lynchburg virginia uh via the bronx i'm always gonna rep my city even i'm wearing a chicago bull shirt i purchased it this past, uh last week on my vacation um so i needed you know i just you know you when you do sports you want sports swag i don't you know i got a chicago bulls sh- shirt on and i got a brooklyn nets hat on so you know whatever you can do that it's america any cool speaking of NBA segue what the NBA will officially be back uh supposed to resume where players are supposed to show up to the bubble uh, this week actually uh to kick things off for their training camp i am on the record uh stating that i still think that they've made the season so long is just asinine like i don't understand why they stretched it all the way to october when seriously they could have had this crap done by the first week of september really mid-september it could be done and some may argue back well just in case something happens it gives them a little leeway well that's my point it's summertime it's hotter even though Right now, if I'm the NBA, I'm actually looking at Orlando, and I'm talking to them, and I'm like, yo, I know we made a deal, Disney, 
but Florida has become the epicenter for like Corona, like all old things. Corona has decided to retire in Florida, Texas, and Arizona, and just set up shop because you know people are not being socially conscious and uh, being responsible. So I would be on the honestly, I think they would be better off playing somewhere else but i understand disney has this big um like this big campus where they just hold sporting events makes zero sense to me but in any case the way i look at it is you should have shortened it it's too long and then there's some other things i think i was i had an idea but i think it got shot down by myself i thought the nba could have included all the teams they could have did like some type of uh, NCAA tournament kind of thing. You take the bottom teams. You could have, you know, marketed, gave a couple teams buys, and I think that would have been fun. I think you would get more. You've got you would have gained more interest from all fans because people would never seen that like that before. Where for the first time ever, every NBA team actually has a chance at a championship and now you got real Cinderella teams, you got real storylines. Could you imagine a young up like uh the Kings mix actually got hot and made it it did some noise. That would never happen in any of our lifetimes. But I'm just saying that would be pretty cool and that would have been pretty fun. So those are the type of things I'm kinda looking forward to. Uh something happened that's right, and we're back. Now I'm everywhere again. Uh, any case, uh, sorry, I thought it was a technicality. We thought my uh, the recording stopped on the show. That was sucked. Nice little hot cup of joe to get the morning going. But any case, so the NBA will be back. The schedule has been set. Uh, apparently, the Lakers and the Clippers will play each other every other day. <laughs> um Zion's on like a hundred primetime games for some strange reason. And um, the NBA is pretty much just going to like force itself down everybody's gullet to make itself known that it's back, baby, and we want to be everywhere. So um, the return, the release, the complete, I'm looking for the schedule. I'm looking because uh, I got a bunch of primetime games. I don't want to pull up the old schedule, so let's take a look. So for the first time in the history of the NBA, there will be games played this summer, late late in the summer, which is going to be crazy. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Of course, it's not here. In any case, they got a bunch of games. We're going to see. Oh, here we go. Um, the uh, July thirtieth, the season returns. Uh, the Jazz versus the Pelicans kick things off, and then the Clippers and the Lakers kick it off on the. TNT doubleheader. Jazz and the... It's funny they, they put the Jazz and the Pelicans on there because I'm going to touch on them in a second. I'm not breaking down every game because I think it's only like eight games and then the playoffs are going to last from now until 2029. So, you look at um, my picks because everybody can't win and they got some weird freaky thing like if it's too close, there's going to be a playing game, which I'm really looking forward to. But... Here are the teams I think, here are the teams I feel have the legit chance of winning. Starting number one, the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, the returning MVP, the Greek Freak, is, a, is he's going, he's rested. That's a 23-year-old young man that's already dominating a league, and he is rested. He is hungry, and he's going to want to uh, establish his dominance. Now, 
Tim Duncan's greatness was established during a shortened season. Maybe Giannis is, finds himself in the same boat. So, I got the Bucks at number one. Funny enough, I actually put the Clippers at number two. I feel like the Clippers got rest. Kawhi can't, you know, can't take days off now, and this should be good for Doc Rivers because he should have the opportunity. He should be able to put together the right pieces to make this work and um, put together the right brain scheme. Doc has one championship and has been the two, and hasn't been back since. And he had. Some say he may have better talent in the past than he did when he went the first time with Boston. I think Doc has to go to the championship this year or he's going to find himself working for ESPN or TNT next year because you can't continue to be considered one of the best coaches in the game and you're not getting to the finals when they're when they're giving you, giving you A-plus talent. If somebody gives you, um, as my dad would say, if, you, if you're paying – $23 a pound for Angus um, uh, 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 ribeye and you're cooking it to the core, you're scorching it, you're destroying the meat. What you need, they need, and that's pretty much what he's doing. He's getting grade A meat and he's cooking it too long. He needs to come up with a scenario where he can get another ring. He needs another one to solidify himself in the same category as Greg Popovich Um Greg Popovich, John Daly, not John Daly, uh, Chuck Daly, uh, Phil Jackson, and those type of guys. Because right now, he's a, you know, you got one. Any guy can slip up and won one. You feel me? So, uh, moving on. My number three pick, Boston. Why? Kids is young. Kids is exciting. They play as a team. They had nothing but time to just chill, sit back and chill. And they, and, and uh, uh, you got Tatum. And uh, um, Kimball Walker and uh, uh, what's that kid's name? Um, Julian Brown. That's a young, good core, guys. And I think they're going to uh, just dominate the East of the, outside of the Milwaukee Bucks. And they're going to scare some teams. And they could sneak up and end up in the finals. We can honestly be staring at a L.A. Boston final real easy. Number four, speaking of L.A., the Los Angeles Lakers. All right, we're going to touch on LeBron, and we're going to touch more about this, but I got the Lakers as my other team that should be in the category of winning. And then uh, the Utah Jazz. Why the Jazz? Jazz, got the, they have the talent. They really do, and they got a good defense, and they got to kind of prove something because Rudy Gobert came out and looked like a, a butthole when this whole corona thing started. But there were a strong group of guys that are scary. I don't think they could they, – they really, really have a shot. And I think people need to pay attention to, especially in this new season that's a little short. Now, not to be stingy, but I created some dark horses, some teams that could just slip up and win. Uh, the 76ers, the Raptors, Dallas, the Nuggets, and the Heat. Heat really have a far away shot. But I like the 76ers with the opportunity, if they play like a team. If I was Philly and I was sitting at home and I could call one coach, I could have called um, any coach out there to get me over the hump in like in a shortened season, any coach. I would have called some, I would have called Larry Brown, he, who loves the coach. I would have called, uh, called um, uh, um, God, who's sitting at home. 
there I would have called Mark Jackson. I would have called um, Jeff Van Gundy. I would call some of these great coaches from uh, the old from. I would call some of these great coaches and said, I want you to coach my team for this little short period of time and get us over the hump. Just, I don't need you forever. I know you're an older coach. George Carl, that's what I was thinking about. Um, I know you're an older you're an older guy. You don't want to do this. For, but how about from here to October, just get us over the hump because Brett Brown ain't going to get it done. And I would have put 76 as my favorite. 76ers are a head coach away. They are too young. The problem with the 76ers is the the ownership in the front office has too much hubris, and they think talent outweighs knowledge. The 76ers are probably one of the most talented uh, group of collective players in the whole game. The problem is they don't have the knowledge. They don't have the toolage. They don't have the leadership. They are a group of one and duns. These kids don't have the, the, the ability and the skill to put it all together and win a national championship. I mean, win a, a, a championship. Not one player on the team has a national championship. Maybe Embiid, did he win with Kansas? I don't know. I'm my own intern, so I have to look it up. But, you know, I, I honest to God feel like that's their issue is that they don't have that that coach that could grab a kid, grab him by his jersey, figuratively, and go, look, man, get it together, and let's go out here and dominate and do this. And this is how you can do it. This is how the game is played. This is how your skills are developed. This is how you become a rock star. This is how you go from being uh, just a superstar to a megastar. And I don't know if Mike or Brett Brown, I think his name is, has the 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 game to do that. I don't know if he is that 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 the coach to get the team over the next hump. But that's what I would have done if I owned the team. I would have fired Brett Brown and hired some great coach and be like, "Yo, get my get it done." You feel me? Uh, the Raptors they're not winning, but it'd be cool if they made it back because you know they are the number two team in the East. And you're like, how? Uh, Dallas, there's a lot of talent now in that state, boy. A lot of talent, and you're going to tell two European players that are accustomed to playing to this style of basketball in a short, you know, weird round-robin season that, hey, go out and try to win. They can find a way to get in. Uh, the Denver Nuggets has so much talent, but they're not winning. And the, Heat, the Miami Heat. Uh, Butler could go a la AI and just dominate the entire East Coast and get the Heat into the finals. They're going to get blown out in the championship, whoever they play, but it's possible. It really is. Any, anything is possible, as uh, Kevin Dur- Kevin Garnett would say. Anything is possible. Now, with that being said, back to the Lakers and my favorite, my favorite basketball player, LeBron James. The key with LeBron is he has zero excuses right now on ha- not to win. Zero. Uh with a capital um with a with a with a, with a capital uh, uh 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 Z. If he doesn't win this championship this year where he has gotten more rest in his life than ever before, he will he should be he should retire. Honestly. He should look at the game and just retire. He should he he should not 
look to come back. Uh, he should just say, you know what? I've had enough. So, the way I see it, the Lakers, the season stopped in March. April, May, June, and July. Pretty much the first week over. He's pretty much about to have about up to, he has four four months of rest. Now, you're like, well, he's been at home working out, Brent. I'm a LeBron fan. I know he's been at home getting it in in the gym. He's been lifting. He's been pulling push-ups. He's been eating good. It's not the same. Still getting rest. You know, he ain't playing no back-to-backs. He's getting rest. LeBron needs to come out. Forget these first eight games, whatever this is. When the playoffs starts, if he don't average 45 points a game, 12 assists, and 8 rebounds, I will be disappointed. I will be extremely disappointed because he has now. The, the man was already playing at an all-time level at 110 years old. He was already playing at an all-time level as the most ancient basketball player ever. To, to, and, and now you're just giving him rest? Rest? He's not a car. You know, it's not going to take much to jumpstart that car. If he don't come out and look every player in the face in the league and just go, I'm going to run through you to that NBA championship, it's all for nothing. It's all for nothing. It really will be all for nothing. Seriously. The importance of the Lakers winning a title this year means more. It doesn't matter if he wins one next year because next year they may add another piece where he's the afterthought. This is the time. This year, his MVP season, he has to win. Get that fourth. You got four. You're in a rare conversation as the leader. This guy's that got – Steve Kerr's got a few, but Steve Curry never – led the team, you know what I'm saying? So you give him four. Magic, Kareem, Jordan, Bill, Duncan, Kobe, Shaq. That's a very good group of young of guys you want to be in company with. You feel me? You feel what I'm saying to you? He has to win it this year. He has to be that general. He has to be that workhorse. He has to be that pit bull. He has to... He, he needs to channel number 24. He needs to channel number eight. He's going to forget the high fives, forget the handshakes, forget um, uh, uh, the what's that, that magic stuff he puts on his hair to make sure he has a hairline. Just go ball. I we need You know why LeBron only has three championships? And I hope whoever watches this later, you comment and hit me up. You know why he has three championships? Because he's too busy worrying about how he looks. I said it. He's not that 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 grit hood dude. Even though Jordan wasn't from the hood, but Jordan Jordan cut his hair. There it is. Jordan wore a little ugly mustache. He ain't care. Jordan wore some of the ugliest suits you've ever seen. He wasn't thinking about his. Jordan cared about how he looked on the. Get me with the court. I'm trying to. LeBron needs to be DMX on the basketball court. He needs to become Onyx on the basketball court. Stop being Jay Z. He needs to be. Them dogs, he ah, savage, just drooling. Every game, he after every game, his jersey should be a little torn, should be a little worn out. Like he has to channel that, that, that. You know what I'm saying? Just that, ooh, that macho man madness. And we'll find him in winning his fourth championship. 
that's how I see it playing out. I hope I see it playing out. Anyway, we're going to tidy up real quick because we have a special guest and the one, the only NBA Hall of Famer, uh, former Pistons and uh, Bulls and Laker, and for a day, the Dallas Maverick, uh, the one, the only, uh, um, uh, what the heck is his name? Dennis Rodman, everybody. Dennis Rodman. Welcome to the show, Dennis. We much appreciate it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I was promised there was going to be shrimp. I don't see any shrimp. Why well, I don't see any shrimp? Dennis, it's like 9 o'clock in the morning. Anybody making no shrimp, man? Uh, I'm sorry. I really like shrimp. When I went to North Korea, Kim Jong, he gave me a lot of shrimp. He appreciated it and he enjoyed it. He gave me so much shrimp. It was a lot. It was really good, too. It was like the best fresh shrimp you ever had. Well, good for you, Dennis. Any case, Dennis, you're a great basketball player. One of the best rebounders, defensive players of all time. Um, I watched your 30 for 30. You were just a, you know, your your career trajectory just took over. You became a, you became larger than life. But I have to ask you about today's players and their pursuit in being larger than life. Are they able to achieve that or has that bubble been popped? Everybody just trying to copy me. They want to copy the worm. They want to be me. They can't be me. Uh, I was, uh, I was dressing up trans before anybody else did it. You know, uh, I made that cool. And, you know, guys today, they, you know, they, they want to be cool. Like, uh, sometimes I watch Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook and how he dresses and I can't figure out what the hell he's wearing. I'm just like, what are you wearing, man? Like, dude, I dress weird. You know what I'm saying? I'm 50 years old and I still walk around with holes in my clothes, but you, you just look like, damn. I wouldn't even dress with some of the stuff that you wear. These guys, they tried too hard. I wasn't trying. I was just being me. I was having fun. I was getting drunk. That's the problem. These guys don't get drunk. These guys ain't real ballers. When I played, I went to Las Vegas, got drunk, had hookers, came back, and won a championship. These players today, they had one sip of a wine cooler. They wouldn't make it. They just, they just sleep. They're babies. That's the problem. You know, they're just babies. Nobody could go as hard as I can. I went so hard, I changed generations. Going hard, go turn up is my lingo. I made turning up. Dennis, I would not dispute that at all. You pretty much created the turn up. But did you go too hard, Dennis? Would you could do you think for once that if you concentrated more on the on the court instead of all the off the court, that maybe you would even be better, you'd be even greater, maybe you even have more rings. How many more rings do I need, man? One is enough for me. You know what I'm saying? One is enough. I got paid, I got laid, and I got drunk. A lot. Ha, ha, ha. All right. Well, Dennis, we're, we'll, we'll, um, we, you know, we'll keep this one short. It's been a long second. <laughs> Uh, the Corona situation. How do you think it's going to affect the NBA, and how do you, you know, do you think the players can get over that? You know, I had a rumor that the uh, Corona was created by a man eating a worm. A man eating a worm. That joke was not written. <laughs> Tim wrote that joke. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, the, you know, nobody should be scared. I'm not, definitely not scared of it. I'm not, I don't fear anything. I've caught everything out there there is to be caught and catch whether it was given whether i took it but i caught it all heck uh me being scared of that i went to north korea and had fun with kim jong-un you understand with me uh and plus i can't be afraid of corona i drink a 42 pack of them every day 
Coronas don't come in 42 packs. They come in 24. Uh, the one I buy does. I got a special shipment. Trust me. <laughs> All right. Well, Dennis, let me ask you, who do you uh, see uh, winning the championship this year? You know, I, I like a lot of teams. I really do. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I really I really put my cards on them Clippers. I just see it. They got it. You know what I mean? That Kawhi, he's a weird dude. He's kind of weird. He's weird. Now, that's the weird guy. He's got big, huge fingers. You know what that means. And he's got a, the craziest laugh you've ever heard. So, I'm really looking forward to them Lakers winning. I mean, the Clippers winning it. And I'll be there to help them guys party and show them how you party worm style. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, Dennis out. Uh, Dennis, okay. All right. Well, good day, Dennis Robin. And thank you for joining the show. Uh, when we come back in the next segment, we're going to discuss a legend, Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, the next song we're going to hit you up with, little old school, good one. Uh, uh, New Jack Swing uh, by Jeff Red. Believe it or not, if you ever heard of him, and we'll be back with more uh, Downright Sports Radio. That was totally uncalled for.
was awesome. That hit me out of nowhere. <laughs> All right, well, everybody. Uh, here we are. Welcome back to the show. And we can go into the segment number two. You know, it's weird. I used to do the show, and you know what? I would never say segments. I'd be like, hey, Darren Sports. Anyway, we're on Facebook Live right now, which is care. But if you're watching on Facebook Live, but you want to hear the entire show, including the music, you need to download the podcast, Downright Sports Podcast, uh, Downright Sports Radio Podcast at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Spotify. I was supposed to get the name of the other one. I'll get it later. Anyway, um, this segment's going to be quick because the last segment was long. Um, Ken Griffey Jr., I've been noticing, is everywhere recently, and rightfully so, because I think now that people look back in history, they realize that did we miss or were we cheated at one of the greatest players of all time? Yes. Ken Griffey, when he bursted on the scene, was already popular, and baseball dropped the ball. Baseball since when that, baseball's been lazy with their promotion. When you've been around for hundreds of millions of years, you don't need to market because everybody knows baseball. Everybody knows MLB. Everybody knows the Yankees. Everybody knows the Dodgers. Everybody knows the Red Sox. The problem is people don't know about the Miami Marlins. People don't know about the Milwaukee Brewers. People don't know about the Seattle Mariners. People don't know about um, the Tampa Bay Rays. Why? Because baseball doesn't market. Baseball does a piss-poor job in marketing. Ken Griffey Jr. was not marketed correctly, even though Ken Griffey was everywhere. Ken Griffey had his own sneaker. Ken Griffey had his own video game. Ken Griffey had his own look with the hat backwards. Ken Griffey had his own swing. But was he put on the same plateau as guys around him? Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, um, for good or bad, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Derek Jeter. The list goes on. Why wasn't... Ken Griffey treated in the same way like LeBron's treated or Michael Jordan was treated. If Ken Griffey played basketball, Ken Griffey and his game, the, 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 how great he was in baseball, if he was that great in another sport, he would easily be stamped as one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. Instead of kind of like an afterthought, like, oh, remember Ken was good. Ken was a, a human highlight reel before that was a word. He was the mixtape. He was everything you wanted. He was hip hop for baseball. Baseball, you had your you had your poster child. One, he was in that outpost in Seattle playing for the Mariners. That was number one. That was the that was terrible. But in the day of the internet, and he might have came just a little before the day of the internet. The problem was they didn't put enough emphasis on this guy. If you look at his numbers, I'm not going down the whole list, but. He hit 40 home runs or more seven times. He hit 56 back-to-back. Why is that impressive? Because we know for a fact Ken didn't juice. Now, yes, steroids can't make you a great home run hitter because if that was the case, I would have taken him and I wouldn't be sitting here right now. But think of what he did on pure skill alone, and he just was a head and shoulders better than everyone. Then we get cheated. We at least lost four good years because he kept getting hurt. Kept getting hurt bad. And then the last two times where he was completely healthy, 2005, he had 35 home runs, uh, hits 309 with 92 RBIs. And then in 2007, his official last good season, 
30 home runs. He bats 277 with 93 RBIs. He proved how great he is and how great he was. But the game of baseball keeps missing the boat on guys like this. And they're doing it with Mike Trout. Same scenario. A great player playing in the outpost in Los Angeles with the Angels. And baseball's not shining enough lights on these guys. I don't know how many times I have to keep saying baseball. Stop shining a light every time. Baseball needs to go to ESPN or whoever. And every time baseball farts, there's a 24-hour news cycle. But what a good player does, what a great player continues to be great, they don't care. He never leads sports center. They need more games with Trout on. I don't. They need to reschedule the whole entire ske- the season, and Trout needs to be everywhere. The Dodgers should, uh, excuse me, the Angels should never play at home. And if they do, every game should be a day game because Mike Trout needs to be on TV more and more. The reason why Jeter is known everywhere because the Yankees was always on. Them ninety Yankees was on all the time. Whether it was Fox, whether it was TBS, whether it was. ESPN, whether it was NBC, wherever baseball was played, you saw the Yankees. You saw Derek. He was on Gatorade commercials. He was everywhere. Everybody knew to throw. I couldn't tell you what Mike Trout looks like, and I watched the game religiously. I think he's white. (laughs) So, baseball, learn from what you did with Ken Griffey. We missed out on a great player. Ken Griffey, realistically, we're going to look back hard one day. He may still, still, he may actually be the greatest player to ever play the game. Honestly, I know a lot of people think it's Willie Mays. Babe Ruth, still, his numbers are still there. But if you look at Ken's numbers, take the years he got hurt, Ken might have been the greatest. And then think of the teams he was. If, I don't know who was advising him, but him going to play in Cincinnati – was the stupidest move of his career, number one. I know he wanted to play there because his daddy played there. But the fact he refused to play in New York because they didn't let him feel the ball or take batting practice was dumb on his part. You don't hold grudges like that. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't um, cut your nose off to spite your face when you can have championships. Could you have imagined Ken Griffey Jr. playing in the Bronx with that swing? I don't have an intern to find out how many home runs he hit in the Bronx. But if Ken Griffey played in New York for at least three seasons, I promise you he'd have have hit 65 home runs. Because Ken Griffey with that short, with that beautiful swing playing in the Bronx would have been gorgeous. And he would have looked good in the Yankee uniform. So that's his fault. If he doesn't sit back and go, damn, I should have played for the Yankees, he's a fool. Because he would have played with the Yankees with Jeter, with Paul O'Neill. Bernie Williams, Roger Clemens, David Wells. Uh, not nobody wants to play with Chuck Knobloch, but he would have played with some awesome, awesome, talented guys, and he would have played with A Rod potentially, or maybe the Yankees would well, have gotten A Rod because they had Ken. And I can promise you, him playing in New York with that beautiful swing, he would have extended his career a little bit longer because he could have just went straight DH. Hmm. I know. <coughs> And when we come back, we're going to wrap the show up. Uh, we're going to play Maroon 5. I couldn't find any other music. So we're going to play some Maroon 5, and we'll be right back. Down in sports. I'm partying all night, because I ain't just trying to stay home, and I ain't using my cell. I'm at a payphone, trying to call home all of my 
<clears throat> Let's wrap up the show here. Uh, NFL been a lot of talk of potentially Colin Kaepernick returning back to the NFL and playing. Interesting. So, <laughs> um, I think it's kind of convenient that, you know, the NFL is not stupid. And for those of you that need a little quick history lesson, here we go. Uh, the NFL hired uh, many moons ago a lot of old cigarette tobacco advertising guys, marketing guys. Why? Because there was nothing and still is more powerful in this country than cigarettes at one point. Tobacco was one of the biggest businesses in the, in the country before it was proven it could kill you. So, the NFL wanted to become that. So, what do you do? When guys have nowhere to go, you give them a job. Just like after World War II, not drawing any kind of connections, but after World War II, the United States hired a lot of former Nazi scientists to come on over and teach us and give us a couple secrets. So, there's no secret that the NFL knew when the Black Lives Matter thing started that Colin Kaepernick, was going to his name was going to pop up, and the NFL did not want to be sitting around going, "Uh oh." And Roger Goodell, being a smart man he is, knew that if certain owners, Jerry Jones, would have opened his mouth and returned, and it would have been ugly. So now it's like, "Oh, we want Colin on the team." Yo, you know what's crazy? We always wanted Colin to play for us. It's funny, you know, we reached out to him, but weirdly enough, we doesn't have this, the, the phone number. The NFL now sounds like that girl in high school that you approached, or that guy in high school you approached that you thought was really cute, and they were cool, and but you was still an ugly duckling, and you're like, hey, would you date me? And they were like, nah, man, I don't mess with people like you. You you not my you not my style, baby. And then you grew up and became real sexy, and they are now janitors at said still high school, and now, <laughs> now they want to get with you, and you're like, nah, that's the NFL. The NFL is now like, oh, you know, we've been reaching out to you for a minute, but, you know, we just ain't know where you at. The NFL did this false uh, BS tryout for Colin, which they knew was crap, and then now saying, oh, he should have somewhere to go, it's crap. Number one, if Cam Newton doesn't have a job before Colin Kaepernick, I will protest the NFL this year because Cam has at least been an active quarterback and is a both quarterbacks are great. And in fact, if I Pittsburgh Steelers, I would sign both of them. And that's the thing I think I'm kind of like concerned about this NFL, Black Lives Matters, we're together as people. There are a few black head coaches in the league, and why haven't those said black head coaches at least gone? You know, let's get his brother a shot. Just from, because if it wasn't for the Rooney rule, some of these guys wouldn't have jobs. So why not just for the sake of argument or just spite, be like, yo, put Colin on the team. You don't have to play him, just put him on the team. But what's going to ultimately happen, black head coaches, there's going to be that forethinking white head coach that will sign him. And then you're looking, and then he will get the pat on the back while you're sitting there looking with your up your bum. So... I say Mike Tomlin and other black head coaches sat. I don't know the rest of your names because I think it's only two. Um, sign him. Sign him. If you're the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger is not your bloody future. And the fact that Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job, but Ben Roethlisberger still has a job, and this man exposed himself in a bathroom to a woman that didn't ask for it, 
kind of makes you wonder. And these are the conversations that need to be had. These stupid standards that people don't pay attention to. See, everybody's worrying about this over here, but this crap's been going on forever. And so what they've done, they knew, they, and they know it. So they'll shine up a new crystal, a new toy. Let you look at the new toy. Oh my God, look at the new toy. While over here, they're taking all your old toys that you love and they're just kicking them and throwing them down the trash. And you're not paying attention. Just saying. <clears throat> so, uh, baseball will be back. Yay, the thirty, uh, the 23rd, unless all of America just explodes in between now and then. Uh, baseball has announced that uh, the Yankees are going to face the defending World Series champions, the Washington Nationals. Well, yeah, the Nationals won last year. Smart move, baseball. I've been attacking you and attacking you and attacking you and attacking you and attacking you for marketing your, your league piss poor and now finally you've done the right thing if you're going to put a prime time game on the nation's capital team that won on a world series smart facing the new york yankees smart so i think that's a good move people are going to be drawn to people want to see the yankees yankees are favored to win the world series people want to see the, the nats what's that team look like now um so i think it's gonna be cool do i think baseball will start i think not i think with these outbreaks that are happening. Here's the crazy part. Everybody kept talking about what happens when Corona returns. Corona can't leave. <laughs> corona has been trying to leave and nobody wants to let it leave. It's that, it's that friend at the party that's been like, you know, I want to go home. I'm tired. And you're like, nah, stick around, man. Just bought some more uh, Jose Cuevo and some more, um, what's some stupid drink that people drink? That's disgusting. Um, Jaeger. Oh, <laughs> that's what it is. Oh, man, we got more Jaeger. Come in and join it. Let's go. Let's get it going. Like, that's what. And Corona's like, I just want to go. Like, why won't you people let me leave? Well, New Zealand let me leave. Hell, China even has let me leave. They don't let anybody leave. They're, they're told me, you know, they at least let me go home. Can I please just go home? So, if you're concerned that it's going to return in the fall, it hasn't left and it's still, it's the, it's the summertime. So, I think we're all sitting waiting for 2020 to end. Yes. Because 2020 has been dreadful. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but I probably will by sometime. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, the one and only Little Mooch, who uh, his song Flashback. You can listen to it. Check out Little Mooch's IG uh, right now. Uh, hit him up. Uh, uh, support independent artists Really support independent artists uh, Shout out to the one, the only DJ Chase Who we're getting ready to play A song of his And uh, Bag Runner Kev uh, song Atlanta 96 Which you can listen to on Apple Podcasts And anywhere you can download oh, Apple Podcasts uh, Apple, Spotify you know, Anywhere you can download music So check that one out We're going to uh, end the show with that uh, I actually really like that song I really do So it's a good song uh, We appreciate you uh, Let's download the show Apple Podcasts SoundCloud Google Play Spotify And Anchor Why? I'm everywhere baby I, I am I'm, I, I, I don't want to have anything to do with Corona I was going to say I'm Corona But I don't want to have anything to do with Corona I really don't Even though it's getting good press It's getting good press As Trump would say It's getting good press <laughs> Uh, see you guys later. Uh, oh, check us out at IG, Downright Sports. Check us out at Twitter, Brent Reed 18 Check us out at YouTube, Downright Sports. And uh, this coming week, Downright Sports is going to uh, 
we have a brand new Downright Sports YouTube show. But starting July 9th, Downright Sports is going strictly baseball until the World Series. So I'm going to have a lot of fun doing that because that's going to be hard work and exciting to glue to. Uh, we'll talk basketball on here when the season starts. So uh, you guys be fun. Please be safe. Wear your mask and pieces. That was awesome. DJ Chase got beat. Got the trap jumping like a line back in 96. The way I get it in, I need another crib. Feel like the way I whip it up, I need another rib. Feel like the way I dip it down, I need another beat. Got the trap jumping like a line back in 96. The way I get it in, I need another crib. Feel like the way I whip it up, I need another rib. Feel like the way I dip it down, I need another beat. Big old heavyweight, I maintain my section. Interstate and rental cars, I'm nationwide connected If you need it, I can get it, hit my line, dog. Everything got a price and it must go I really weigh it on the scale and back it up for real I really pay my child support off a week of sale my I'm the distro, famous in my zip code Going federal's the only thing I'm scared of Got mine the hard way, I make this shit look easy I never ran off on the plug, ain't how I handle business Remember up some shake, now I get it from LA. In the middle of epidemic, I got trees on the got way. The trap jumping like a line back in '96. The way I get it in, I need another crib. Feel like the way I whip it up, I need another rib. Feel like the way I dip it down, I need another beat. Got the trap jumping like a line back in '96. The way I get it in, I need another crib. Feel like the way I whip it up, I need another rib. Feel like the way I dip it down, I need another beat. Soon as I touch down, it's moving like a greyhound. I'm still serving up them pounds in the middle of a drought. I still got it for the low, just pull up at my man. Partner. It's like a grow house in my damn house. Hit me when you in route. I got it when your plugs out. Better add me to your contact for tree emoji. Got me trapping over Snapchat. Send it to me on my cash app. It's bag runner Kelvin. My trap jumping like a liner doing a 96 Olympics. Got the trap jumping like a liner back in 96. The way I get it in, I need another crib. Feel like the way I whip it up, I need another rib. Feel like the way I dip it down, I need another beat. Got the trap jumping like a liner back in 96. The way I get it in, I need another crib. Feel like the way I whip it up, I need another rib. Feel like the way I dip it down, I need another beat.